0: Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Hey, Monica, you might have seen my story, but everybody is doing that filter. What Disney character are you? Did you do that already yet?
1: I haven't. I'm like dude with sign. It's just like nobody cares about which Disney character
0: you are.
1: <laughs> but I did see yours. It was really funny.
0: Yeah, really funny. Ursula. I even told our friends, "Watch me get Ursula." They're, they're just <laughs> what appears, Ursula. Yeah, it's awesome.
1: When uh, when the <laughs> when the first time I saw Ursula, my family used to call her Taco
0: Lady. <laughs> taco Lady? Why? Why Taco Lady? I don't get it.
1: Taco uh, is uh, octopus in Japanese.
0: Oh, oh, oh. I, You know, <laughs> in my head, when you said taco lady, I thought you meant T-A-C-O. I know. <laughs> Mexican tacos, but not not taco lady. I get it now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. A little bit slow on there, but that's okay. If you could pick any Disney character, what would it be? Not Ursula. <laughs> not Ursula. I know. I'm asking you. What What would it be?
1: Who do I love the most? I don't know. Disney kind of bums me out all the time, so I try not to watch the cartoons. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know who would be my favorite because everyone's kind of too princessy. Maybe Mulan because at least Mulan's kind of a fighter.
0: Yeah, a lot of people say Mulan. That's a good oh, really? one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. There used to be an exhibit way back in the day in Disney World, and I think in the Disneyland too in their animation studios. So obviously, not a lot of people visit that area because nobody really cares about the animation <laughs> part. But there were these. I don't know. How would you describe them? They're not like snow white mirrors, like the the mirror, mirror on the wall, but they were, they were these mirrors that you would, they would take a photo of you. Now this granted, this was like, maybe (laughs) I'm dating myself like 15 years ago or 10 years ago, maybe. And you would take a photo, they would take the photo and then they would ask you several personality questions. Like, Mm -hmm. are you a male? Are you a female? Or do you, would you like to stay at home or would you like to go out? You know, you choose A or B. And then at the end, they would form a Disney character for you. Mm. <laughs> yeah, guess what? Mine was Ursula. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, what was it? They gave me Lumiere from oh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah,
1: isn't that the candle guy with the mustache?
0: The candle guy, yes. The candle guy, yes. <laughs> no, Cogsworth is the mustache because he's the clock. Oh, okay, Cogsworth. Oh, that's yes. right. But Lumiere, right. just yes. Lumiere is the is the the flamboyant candle. one. Okay. <laughs> yes, they're both that important. So, but, yeah. yeah, huh. Interesting, Nelson. I know. My point was, they take the picture of your face and they try to blend it and match it with the best character that kind of looks like you. Yeah. Obviously, there's no character that looks like me. So they gave me a big candlestick. That's basically mm. what it was. Mm. Yeah, that
1: was back before Disney started trying to diversify, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, no, no, no. I think they had Mulan back in the day. <laughs> they had Mulan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm.
1: I've never tried that.
0: Yeah. But you haven't done the Disney filter yet. No. Now there's like tons of other filters now. Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. 2020. What will you do? I don't know. Friends. Pokemon. Pokemon. I've seen Mm -hmm. the Pokemon. I have not seen the friends one yet. Mm -hmm. Well, it's on my sister-in-law's stories. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go check that one out. I'll go check Olivia's out. She's a big friends fan. (laughs) I've noticed. So I've heard. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, let's get on to the show. Welcome to the show, everyone. This is Seattle Footy Podcast, episode 69. She's Monica. I am Nelson. Welcome to our show. We don't have any recaps because once again, we are sick and tired of seeing each other, Monica. (laughs) So let's get on to events, shall we? Yes, let's.
1: Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first?
0: I'll go first. I'll go ahead and go first. Cool. We actually have four events this week. Unlike the past several weeks, we haven't had anything going on. New year, new you, so (laughs) everybody's going to start on. 2020 on the right track so we got four going on and let's start off with a taco tuesday Mm. for the new year the taco tour is back at pike place market on tuesday january 7th from 2 to 4 p.m led by pike place market atrium kitchen chef tracy calderon you can eat your fill of tacos as chef tracy takes you through pike place market At each taco spot, you'll get two custom tacos per location. So make sure you come hungry, Monica. Mm -hmm. Tickets are $55 each and they can be purchased on atriumkitchenpikeplace.com under classes. So you want to make sure you go into the class section and you can purchase tickets there. Monica, you did this last year. We Mm -hmm. talked about it a couple of times last year as well. It's back. It's in January and it's in Tuesday. It is totally filling. So that $55, I couldn't eat all the food and y'all know
1: I'm pretty practice at eating. So take that as a sign.
0: Tacos of all shapes and sizes, right? You got fish tacos, you got mm-hmm. regular mm-hmm. classic tacos, vegetarian and dessert usually. So you're going to get a lot of tacos. Yeah. $55. It's a very good value. Definitely. Definitely. Okay, Monica, what do you have to start off for the events section?
1: Well, one of the ways to celebrate the new year and kick off Mardi Gras season is with a king cake party at Ben Paris, which is happening today. So by the time you hear this, it's going to be Monday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Unfortunately, it's too late for you to order a full king cake, but you all can visit for a slice. So if you don't know what king cake is king cake is this cake and you might you may or may not find a baby in it. And it means various things depending on who you ask. But it's a really fun way to celebrate Mardi Gras while you're there. Enjoy music. Cocktail specials and extended happy hour, and of course Nelson beads.
0: <laughs> beads.
1: It's why never- do you, Why <laughs> do you
0: emphasize beads when you when you're tell, telling me this? I don't get it.
1: Well, because it's they're celebrating Mardi Gras, so beads. Of course, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I thought it was funny that they put it in their thing, so I'm just saying.
0: What do you have to do to get beads? Because I know there are some certain things that you have to do to get beads that are not family oriented. So, just, <laughs> I, just I think the, I think the beads are free. <laughs> okay.
1: They didn't say free beads, right. but they just said there's going to be beads.
0: <laughs> I was a little bit nervous because <laughs> there have been alternative ways of of obtaining beads. Uh, I will not. I'll just stop it there. <laughs> Have you had king cake before, Monica? Have you had a whole king cake, like a sheet cake king cake before?
1: Yes, I've only had it in Seattle. I've never had it, you know, in New Orleans. But yes, I have had king
0: cake here. Have you ever had a slice with the baby in it? No.
1: And I keep wondering, why 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 don't I get the baby? Why don't I get the baby?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess, do you want the baby or not the baby? Not what we're talking about all you listeners (laughs) if you're just tuning in (laughs) in traditional if you're just tuning in all traditional king cake usually has a plastic Mm -hmm. baby Mm -hmm. inserted into the cake anywhere randomly whoever baked it will randomly insert in the cake and the person that gets the baby or bites into it (laughs) gets the baby in your slice has to either bring the king cake to the next mardi gras party Mm -hmm. or host the party i don't know whatever option it is so it depends on who who that group is I have had that before and mm-hmm. I've had to buy a king cake for one year. Yes.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So I, maybe I'm just like
0: jealous because I've just never found it. But, you know, I don't know.
1: Someday, someday <laughs> I'll find the
0: baby. <laughs> Lots of pressure having to find the cake and to host the party and do all that. I don't know yeah, any of that. There's
1: only like five places in Seattle that make <laughs> make the cake. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just, just invite me to the place. I don't want to have to host anything. Don't, do, don't let me do anything like that. Oh,
1: man. All right. Well, sounds like a fun time anyway, especially on a Monday. Mm-hmm. What do you got? So
0: for my last event, I want to talk about Chuck's Hop Shop. Mm. I can't believe Chuck's Hop Shop is turning six years old, Monica, mm-hmm. and they're having an anniversary party at their Central District location at 2001 East Union Street. Mm-hmm. starting at 11 a.m. all the way to 11 30 p.m. on saturday come celebrate with them and drink some beer they'll have drafts available from fremont cloudburst narrows and l Smith brewing companies and they'll also have anniversary cans that you can also purchase from wayfinder and mirage beer they'll be open also on sunday to celebrate but they might run out of certain drafts and certain beers if you go on sunday so mm-hmm. just be warned
1: Yes, land of a thousand beers. So I live by uh, the Greenwood location, which is the first location. And man, if you got, I mean, if they're out of those drafts, just rest assured, there's so many other things to drink and not just beer. I mean, there's tons of alcoholic
0: beverages and non-alcoholic beverages in their cases. What I really like back in the day, again, back in my day, <laughs> there, there didn't used to be a lot of breweries that just served beer, right? Mm-hmm yeah but now there's so many places and there's more opportunities for food trucks to just park themselves and they can start serving food and they can just focus on their breers and microbrews. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great thing. Like I said, back then, it was a beer and restaurant or it was just a restaurant that would serve beer. Yeah and now there's so many microbrews that have popped up all around Seattle. I think it's really great an opportunity to kind of do a little bit of a symbiosis collaborating with food trucks and breweries.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, Chucks was one of the first places that food trucks could pull up to um, and hang out and have a rotating schedule. Um, there was just a handful of them back in the day when they first got started. So here they are years later, just just killing it. Because uh, guess what? People love beer and, and food. <laughs> Surprise.
0: <laughs> People definitely do love their beer. <laughs> I know that for firsthand. Mm-hmm. All right, Monica, one last and fourth event for this week. Tell us about this one that's happening on Friday. This one's happening
1: on Friday and Sunday. So Friday, January 10th and Sunday, January 12th. You'll have a chance at three different seatings for Lechoncito, a celebration of Puerto Rican food at Ado Incubator. And it is, get this, a seven-course family-style dinner. Wow. It around. My favorite pig (laughs) and if you guys don't eat pork don't worry there will be other options for you the holidays have a way of bringing groups together and this is a fun way to celebrate the new year tickets are 60 dollars on eventbrite but you know me i just love the pig so you're saying the new
0: year's resolutions need to start later in the month then because (laughs) this is seven course pig menu
1: (laughs) well all i'm seeing on my feed is you know kind of like us it's not just hanging out during the holidays even though it's january people are still hanging out in large groups people are still in town or you know getting back from visiting wherever they were at so just kind of extended and you know i don't i don't dig on new year's resolutions
0: anyway <laughs> <laughs> you should ask all those new people in my gym then oh my gosh has it been that. crowded for you it's been a little bit crowded but i accept everyone but mm-hmm. i today i couldn't even get on a treadmill because everybody i all, I don't know how many treadmills I have at mm-hmm. the gym, probably like 25 treadmills, all yeah. taken all at once. Wow. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I had to find alternatives, but it was fine. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Mm-hmm. I welcome all. Welcome all. All right, Monica, four events. We're getting the year started. That's perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe sometime we'll see each other in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> maybe. <clears throat> We did see each other at brunch this past weekend. Mm -hmm. This is a fitting transition of what we're about to do for our next segment. Mm -hmm. You seem surprised to see me though. (laughs) I do. Okay. If you don't, for all you new listeners that don't know, Monica spends the weekend with her family, which is rightfully so, because we're always busy running around on the weekdays. So a lot of time is designated spending time with her family. Yeah. I was surprised that you came to brunch with us and Mm. yeah.
1: Just a, just a thing. Okay. Okay. But not, not a bad surprise.
0: Well, I didn't want to see you, but if that's (laughs)
1: That's, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I know, I know you, I know you're happy to see me because you went and got me pastry while we're waiting. So thank you for that. That was very sweet.
0: Oh, I just got it because I, I knew you were gonna, just going to lose it in about four minutes. So I was just like, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 <laughs> she was just going to lose it all over the place, guys. I mean. Uh,
1: yeah, I was telling someone, I'm all, what, I, what I love about my foodie fam is that they realize at all times I am a ticking time bomb and anything could happen. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> guys, I just want to let you know I am the hero because- <laughs> The city might have imploded in about five minutes had I not gotten something for Monica to eat. We might have lost the city of Seattle. So So you're welcome, Seattle. You're welcome.
1: I appreciate you.
0: (laughs) All right. So let's get on to it. As we mentioned, we thought it would be a great idea to do brunch spots. We're each going to give out three of our favorite brunch spots. I picked out some brunch spots that were kind of off the radar. Well, maybe one's not off the radar, but several that are off the radar that we haven't really talked about Mm -hmm. on our past shows. So I thought we'd kind of put shine some light on it a little bit and Mm -hmm. talk about it. Okay, great. The first one is in Georgetown. Uh, We went to this one. Was it last year? I feel like my, my years are mixing up because we've been going to eat so many places. I think it
1: was last year,
0: yeah. I feel like it was last year. We did kind of a food crawl in Georgetown, and this was the first spot that we went to to have brunch. Georgetown has a lot of great restaurants, but one place you and I both liked was Brother Joe. They make some delicious brunch dishes like the classic biscuits and gravy and Brother Joe eggs Benny, but you'll want to consider the fluffy cakes. I think everybody, consensus-wise, loved the fluffy cakes. And I had the smoked brisket hash Truman, which was really delicious as well. Mm. And you also don't want to skip out on the espresso drinks too. Like the Oh Miso Honey with Orange Blossom Honey Miso Caramel. Mm-hmm. I didn't say Oh Miso Honey correctly because it's kind of a play on a lewd rap <laughs> title. So What? I don't I know do what you're talking way. about. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about either.
1: <laughs> I don't know these things, Nelson. <laughs> right. You're so right about Brother Joe, though. Um, actually, I think their biscuits are really underrated. The biscuits were actually very good and very soft. And um, I was kind of blown away by them. And I totally agree with all the other dishes that you're talking about as well, um, that their their coffee program is pretty good.
0: They really are. Brother Joe, make sure you check it out if you're in Georgetown, amongst other places. But if you're going for brunch, definitely check them out. Monica, what's your first brunch spot that you recommend in Seattle?
1: The first brunch spot I recommend uh, is a healthier uh, option because a lot of people are looking for clean eats this time of year. So my first choice is Bounty Kitchen. They serve brunch daily and they offer juice specials, soups, salads, grain bowls, and more. But you can also still get wine and cocktails, which is really important for any brunch. And I love their avocado toast and their seasonal compotes. And so they compote whatever is, you know, in season and they're pretty delicious for something hearty, I recommend the Bounty Granola Bowl with house-made granola, all kinds of nuts, yogurt, compote, honey, drizzle, cinnamon. And don't forget to look at the baked goods on the counter or look around the restaurant for it because I uh, had a bite of a peanut butter and jelly scone and it was quite fantastic. I really wasn't expecting like something that looked like pastry to taste so good, but it did. Bounty Kitchen, that's the one located in Denny Triangle, is that correct? That's one of their locations. They have one in Queen Anne as well
0: okay so they have multiple locations yes. okay i always drive by that one in the denny triangle mm-hmm. and i've always wondered what that was and yeah. I was like, okay yeah All what right. jesse eats and i uh brunch there one day that was nearby the soul cycle class that we went yes it's around weekend. the
1: corner you're right <laughs> it was saturday it was after the soul cycle notice i did not go to soul cycle <laughs> <with her. laughs> i just met her for a brunch <laughs>
0: I think that was one of the options that we were kind of talking about mm-hmm. for going to brunch was Bounty Kitchen, mm-hmm. but after all the calories I burned, I wanted something that was a little bit unhealthier. Totally,
1: <laughs> was not... Totally understand. Totally understand. Totally get you. All right, Nelson, what's your next spot?
0: So we went from Georgetown. We're going to head all the way to Ballard. If you want brunch with a Mexican twist, this is the place, Saison mm-hmm. Kitchen. Out in Ballard, right across from Un Bien is this Saison Kitchen. There's a lot to choose from like your traditional breakfast burritos or egg sandwiches to a build your own Monica, I'm going to try I'm gonna pronounce this chilaquiles <laughs> section on the menu. <laughs> so there's a chili build your own chilaquiles section. You want something heftier order from the heavy one section. It's literally called heavy ones. And you want to try the asada and eggs or the, I'm going to butcher this one, the machasa de res, which mm-hmm. has slow braised tri tip and eggs, or you can get their signature pan-francis with Macrina cinnamon swirl French toast. Mm-hmm. All great choices, Monica. I went there for a friend's brunch late last year. Lots of people there, so you know it's popular. It's across from Bien, so you can pick up a sandwich afterwards, right? <laughs> so oh, really? how perfect can that be?
1: Pretty perfect. I drive by all the time and I haven't stopped. It's uh, it's kind of a busy road, but but you're right. I mean, I need to stop in. I just haven't.
0: It's definitely an underrated brunch. I don't think a lot of people know about it unless you live in Ballard. But if you're around there, it's not on the main Market Street. It's off of it, like you, mm-hmm. like I said, because it's near Un Bien, if you know where that is. They have their taco truck right outside of it, yep. too. So if you want traditional tacos, you can order that. Or you can just go into the restaurant and order those brunch dishes, as mm-hmm. I mentioned. They make really, really good, delicious stuff. Okay, it's on my list. <laughs> and Monica, give us your second recommendation.
1: My next brunch spot is Rock Creek over in Fremont, and it is absolutely a hidden gem. Even though I live in North Seattle, never been there till last year, and Nelson, I'm so sorry that you missed brunch with us that day because the food was so good. I'm all about their well Carolina prawn St. Helena with dreamy bound butter, spicy serrano, rosemary, and delta grain grits. The dish that really took me by surprise, because I'm usually um, sort of a heavy savory bunch eater, but the citrus and ricotta was is just beautiful. It looked like summer in a bowl, and it was a bunch of different citrus fruit mixed with Marcona almonds, powdered sugar, mint, and le- lemon olive oil. It was so light and refreshing and really just... Just lighten things up a little bit because you know how it is, Nelson. I mean, come on. A great brunch for me is like a slab of meat, some rice, tons of carbs. But this was a really nice salad and they have something for everyone.
0: I like Rock Creek. It's a really fun place. I've been there for happy hour Mm -hmm. and their fish selection is Off the charts. If you want to go somewhere for seafood, that's always the place to go. The brunch, I I need to try it out because I did miss out. I did have a little bit of FOMO. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, it's definitely very good. Rock Creek. And for my last one, Monica, I have, I think a lot of people know about this, but if not, I I want to tell people, we haven't talked about it yet. Mm -hmm. The third and last brunch spot is the Wandering Goose out on First Hill. I love the Wandering Goose because everything is done so well. You can't go wrong with anything. I have to get something with their homemade biscuits because as you mentioned The biscuits at Brother Joe are really good. The (laughs) biscuits at Wandering Goose are also just as equally delicious. Mm -hmm. I like the Sawmill, which is their fried chicken sandwich covered in gravy. It's hefty. I love it. Your cholesterol will go up 100 (laughs) points, but it's so worth it. If you don't want a sandwich, you want to get one of their skillets, the Bubble and Squeak with braised beef brisket, or the Hangtown Fry with fried oysters and cured pork belly. Great combination with the pork belly and the oysters. It's a place I really love monica i was gonna say there's not a lot of seating but there is seating but get cozy because there's not a lot of space in between tables there Hmm.
1: can you believe i've never been there what
0: (laughs) i'm glad i recommended wandering goose then in that case
1: (laughs) no i just i i mean i've heard about it i mean i've had it on my list for a long time i've just never been there
0: Oh yeah, it's. I've been there multiple times. I've even been there by myself. I think one birthday I went by myself. It was like I want to go eat. I I took the day off. I think it was on like a Tuesday, mm-hmm. maybe what seven years ago. It was like I'm gonna go to Wandering Goose and I had the sawmill. Awesome, the best. That was All right. one of the best things I did on my on one of my birthdays. Awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay my last spot is super six over in columbia city so over the weekend we headed over there for brunch with some of the foodie fam um even though nelson wasn't quote-unquote expecting me (laughs) (laughs) i always still
0: not expecting you
1: (laughs) 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 i always order the chicken and waffles which is a bubble waffle fried chicken thigh helpia syrup Um, for those of you who don't know what helpia is it's like a coconut based sweet syrup hot honey Sriracha and basil. It's my favorite dish there because it has both sweet and savory. And so I really like that in a brunch dish so that being said i have to say yeah that day i kept wanting to eat the filipino bacon and eggs that the bryans (laughs) so the the bryans bam bam lamb chops and at emerald city eater had because they both had it and um that that made it easy because you know i i didn't just skim from one plate i skim from both but i'm a sucker for that tocino every time so it's so delicious
0: (laughs) for all you listeners monica Tell them what tocino is because I can't describe it.
1: Um, tocino is uh, well, you know, Super Six refers to it as a Filipino bacon. Um, it's definitely pork. It's a little sweet, sausage-y taste, um, and so it, it kind of the color of it actually reminds me of the the red chasu we make in Hawaii, where it's um, it's slightly on the sweeter side and I like it burnt and caramelized a little bit on the ends. Um, just from all the sugar so it's just I don't know I like that little sweetness in my sausage I like sausage a lot too
0: (laughs) (laughs) who doesn't love sausage right that's what I'm
1: saying Bavarian meats has this new like cone of sausage I have to go down there and grab
0: (laughs) it's not Um, new is it new the cone of sausage what
1: I thought they added new sausages in it I'll check either way I just like cones of sausage (laughs)
0: Yeah. That too. Cones or just regular sausage. I don't care.
1: Yes. Yes. So good.
0: Now, this is a lesson that we learned, all of us learned on Saturday. Make sure you make reservations if you're going to brunch on the weekends at Super 6.
1: Yes. And if you don't make reservations, if you're going to brunch Super 6 or anywhere else and Monica's with you, then have someone like Nelson or Nelson. Make sure that Monica gets fed before the world explodes. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so maybe people should send me gifts to keep yes. you happy.
1: Yes. Right? No, I I really appreciate it. I thought that was very sweet of you because um even though the, there are other, you know, friends around, nobody really recognized where I was on my timer, but you did. You spent it you you were watching me and you were just like, oh man.
0: <laughs> I just didn't want my city to sink into Atlantis, that's all. I just, <laughs> I know. I just didn't want it to Oh, so much fun, though. Okay, Monica, six brunch spots. Let's list them all again. We got Brother Joe, Saison Kitchen, Bounty Kitchen, Wandering Goose, Rock Creek, and Super Six all over Seattle. If you need a spot, check out one of these six spots. Okay, Monica, we got an interview this week. Yes. Tell us about it. (laughs) Today's interview is
1: with Hans Karampas, chef and general manager of the Marquette Fishmonger and Eatery in Edmonds. Chef Hans is originally from Singapore and he brings a unique taste on seafood to his dishes. With years of experience in Seattle restaurants and most recently at Salt & Iron in Edmonds, Chef Hans is killing the game and I gotta tell you, from my perspective, is one of the most underrated chefs in the area. Here's our interview with Chef Hans. Hey everybody, we're here today with Hans Karampas of Market Fishmonger and Eatery in Edmunds. If you're looking for fresh seafood, it's really hard to beat market. Welcome to the show, Hans.
2: Hi hey Monica. How are you? Thanks Good for day. having me. Happy New Year. Yeah. Glad you're here. I not yeah. believe that I'm part of the show.
1: Oh, of course. So you and I have known each other for a couple of years. Well, I think the years are going by a little bit more quickly, but we originally met on the street, yeah. right? Yeah. And you have worked a lot of places in the area, but I still think about your chicken rice and the fried tofu. Someday, someday we'll get some of that back, right? I
2: know. Is this shows how crazy how food like can bring people together i know i met you at shoreline farmers market yeah. somehow like you like my food and you wrote a blog about it <laughs> and then now we're still friends and you're still frequenting the places that i work with especially with marquette where like yeah. this is all seafood and none of it is chicken base yeah you're still visiting me so
1: Well, that's a testament to you because you're making great food. You know that I don't eat bad food. um, And you know that I'm honest about my opinions about food. So when I say your food is good and that you're innovative and creative, it's absolutely true. So that's all about you. Well,
2: greatly appreciate
1: that. So let's go back and let's talk about what was this journey for you to become a chef?
2: This started when I was in Singapore. I was a busser, coffee guy, and like the cashier at some cafe over in the east part of Singapore. One day, the chef needed help in the kitchen peeling prawns, actually. And then I just went in the kitchen, start peeling them, and then start cutting prep on some vegetables. From then on, I'm, hey, I don't really have to Smile to people anymore. Because <laughs> sometimes it does get really hard when you know in the front dealing with customers, whereas you're inside the kitchen, you're dealing with making great food, having the quality standards um, at the same. So I just went in the kitchen, just stayed there ever since. When I moved to America, uh, Seattle to be exact, I started my first job over at PF Chang's and just started my way up to be a lead cook, and then. A true chef and then also a chef uh, now
1: yeah and you know you're not just a chef you're also a general manager here which is big big news
2: i know luckily this place is not that big and <laughs> i don't really have the full experience to be like a gm a general manager over mm-hmm. at the hotel or a bigger uh, bigger restaurant mm-hmm. this cannabis just allowed me to be creative with my dishes but also mm-hmm. make me learn Deal with customers at the same time.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I totally get what you're saying about like smiling at people because I always tell Nelson that, you know, smiling makes wrinkles. And so whenever he (laughs) says that I look young, I'm just like, that's because I don't smile that much.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
1: So let's talk about what are some of your popular dishes here? Like, what are people loving when they come and
2: visit? I know people really love the lemongrass trim and grits, although I've taken it off the menu people are still asking about it like hey (laughs) when are you gonna bring it back when are you gonna bring it back like every week there'll be people asking about it but other than that we usually have the normal fish and chips the fish tacos with the namjim pakchi which Mm -hmm. is a Thai cilantro sauce Mm -hmm. that's always a favorite right now our menu kind of changes uh, during fall and every season Uh, but right now currently I really love the tamales which is Offer a recipe from one of our employees here. She's actually working right now. Her name is Josefina, she's a mm-hmm. great cook. And then the other thing would be the shrimp cuts of curry. I just like super comforting, mm-hmm. uh, easy to make, but since we're a seafood place, we gotta make it something seafood, so <laughs> I made like the shrimp cuts of curry. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. And you're already talking about specials. And I have to say this, one of the things that I love, even when I go to, you know, like food trucks or street food vendors or restaurants, if I go through the menu or I eat everything that I want on the menu and that's it, I get kind of bored. So I can appreciate a special. And so when you're thinking about that, it's winter now. But what are some ingredients that you're excited about to work with, like in the spring? Like, what are you waiting for?
2: In the spring, huh? I, actually, spring is like my favorite season of the year. Uh, just like the colors blooming and everything. For me, making it into a dish, like I go through the colors first and also the seasonality. For spring, spring peas, something green and bright. Some of the fishes are coming back too, like the halibut and the salmon, which mm-hmm. are people's favorites currently during winter. The fishermen, it's hard to go out there and get some of the fish that people want. Uh, right now, yeah. black cod is in season, so we've been using that quite a bit. Seems like people still want fresh fish and they know what they want. So mm-hmm. I will go to the Farmers Market when the spring starts and see what they have and mm-hmm. start using them.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, Nelson and I are big fans of this place. You know, you had us over a while back to have Golden alaskan King Crab. And it was so amazing. And let me just tell you, that item wasn't on the menu. We had to be really clear about that because it was so beautiful. I got so many uh, messages about people asking me where that was. Like, they knew what it was. They never seen it sold anywhere in Seattle that they would think about going. And they're just like, I need it. I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry, you can't have it.
2: That's crazy to hear about it now. Like Mm -hmm. You've been getting questions about it. Mm -hmm. We really like king crab and we really like to work with the folks over at Keyport. Yes. And the Singapore chili sauce is a true testament of where I grew up in Mm -hmm. Singapore. And there's so many food in Singapore that I've tried and I haven't really brought it to the menu here. So there's a lot of possibilities for sure. But one of these days I'm probably going to put that on the menu.
1: For sure, and that's what makes you and this place unique because the reality is that I can get a grilled piece of halibut anywhere, right? I don't, (laughs) but I can. When I come here, I feel like I'm gonna get something different. The quality of the seafood is going to be good, just like I could get at other places, but it's that interpretation and that has to do with you. And again, like I know it's hard to receive compliments sometimes, but but you're doing a great job and people need to know about that because this place is worth coming to. Thank
2: you, Monica. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes I just need, yeah, I don't know. I just grew up not being a good person of taking compliments Mm -hmm. every day and just trying to make myself learn into accepting them and making them um, better and bigger. Mm -hmm, For
1: sure. So one of the big things here over the last you know, I don't know, six months or so is that you had the addition of the patio outside and, and heaters, yeah. And so expanding, you know, I, there's not a lot of seats here. Let's just be honest, right? So, <laughs> so, so, so yeah, so there's 13 seats where we're sitting right now. Yeah. And then there's also, the you know, the seafood case and people come in and out all day long. So that patio was a little bit of a game changer for sure. Yeah. Made you able to serve more people. People could hang around longer, have a drink or something. So any more like big plans for 2020 that you're thinking about? Because you're a general manager, so you can do this. Right. (laughs) Uh,
2: One of the big things that I know is we're going to try to improve the patio into making it more covered. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a covered space where people can sit there throughout the year because I feel like we're losing a lot of customers during fall and winter when the weather gets cold. Uh, As you all know, people that have come here know this place is a weather-dependent place. Mm -hmm. We would like the people that love our food to come in during fall and winter to enjoy the food too. Mm -hmm. Probably gonna put a bigger heat space inside the patio so people feel warm. And that should be happening maybe during summer. Uh, when So when the sun is shining, people won't get too hot out there too. So I was thinking of some new menu items like Taiwanese um, oyster omelet to be put uh, sometime yes. during spring mm-hmm. with shuck oysters from Taylor Shellfish and probably some uh, fresh produce that we have for spring. Mm-hmm. Also, one more exciting thing is uh, we are probably going to do seafood brunch Oh wow for Saturday and Sundays um, starting springtime as well. So, that's going to be exciting with this setting that we have here with just seafood leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Wow. Well, you know, we love brunch in the Northwest.
2: <laughs> I love brunch too. I love eggs yes, so much. Yes,
1: of course. So what are some things that you love to cook at home? (laughs) Or do you cook a lot at home?
2: To be honest, I don't really cook that much at home. I don't want my kitchen to be dirty.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that's fair, that's fair. We can actually talk about uh, some of your favorite things to eat in Seattle. People are always interested where the experts are eating.
2: Yes, that's a lot of favorites. And maybe that's one certain dishes that I like from one place, and then a few others from another place. But I really like the Korean spicy chicken wings from Nara Chinese over in Shoreline. Really?
1: Yeah. and awesome. I just
2: get an order of that with some rice, and I'm good to go. Mm-hmm.
1: It's right by my house. Really? <laughs> you there? Yeah, I've been there.
2: It's super good.
1: I always get confused by the menu because there's so many like different types of Asian food. Yeah. I get super confused every time I go there, but my kid loves it there.
2: I'm still confused of some of the items right? that they have. Chinese. I know. Is
1: it Korean? Is it Chinese? Right. Wait, there's some Japanese stuff here. I don't yeah. understand what's happening. It's what I, yeah, it's what I call Asian confusion. But that has to do with what the demand is, right? So yeah. what people are asking for. Like sometimes when you know folks come in, they don't care if you're a Japanese restaurant. You know, they want pinch buns. <laughs> Just like well, we don't make pinch buns. <laughs> That's not us.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, we still want them. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> So I I just want pinch punch with you know I don't know something fried
1: for sure, yeah (laughs) Yeah, no great one. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, What what are some
2: others? The the dumplings from Mama Del over in Kent is Mm -hmm. super good too. Mm -hmm. Um, I always try to deter from like the big places like Ding or Fung I'm Not saying that they're not good, but Mm -hmm. I always like to support the mom and pop shops. Pizza from Rocco's Pizza in Belltown.
1: You know, you were the second person in two days to talk about Rocco's. Second industry person to talk about Rocco's.
2: It's just a great place. No, to it's
1: be. classic. Yeah. It's late night, it's it's good with a beer. Where what, what, what do you guys say?
2: Yeah, I know. And one more place that I really recommend is Maneki over in Chinatown. They have my favorite Japanese comfort food, the broil, black cock collar. Yeah,
1: I was just like, say fish collar, say fish collar. <laughs>
2: I always get it when I go there. Of course, that's what I really gets. <laughs> and it's not that expensive. No, You totally can go, not. go there for great service from the yeah, Japanese really mamas and grandmas, <laughs> and it's super good. And yeah, just a great place to hang out with your friends and family. Yeah,
1: for sure. So where can folks find Market on uh, social media?
2: So we have a website. It's marketfreshfish.com. Mm-hmm. You can actually order online over there and see our current video. Wow. And then the other thing is we have Instagram and facebook as well mm-hmm. instagram at the market fishmonger and eatery mm-hmm. so you guys can find us there for the latest updates of specials and also the happenings around market as well
1: for sure and you can also share your personal social media if you want to some people don't some people do it's totally your choice well
2: i don't care <laughs> it's uh, hans cooks and eats
1: yes I know, I cook it eat too. (laughs) Thanks for being on the show today, Hans.
2: Thank you, Monica. See you later.
1: And that's our interview with Chef Hans. I got to tell you, specials are my thing at the Marquette. And uh, just today, Sunday, while we're recording, I saw on Instagram, they're running a scallop special, and I almost ran down there, but I had to go get my nails did. So Um,
0: they're only going to run that for a
1: couple days. So I don't know if I'm going to make it.
0: Well, everybody knows you and I love Marquette. Mm-hmm. It's one of our favorite restaurants around Seattle, not just like in Edmonds, but mm-hmm. the whole city. Yeah. It's a great place. Their seafood is wonderful. It's amazing. Fish and chips, whatever it is, in the scallops. made to, It's cooked to order a lot of times, too. Mm-hmm. It absolutely is. I really enjoy how Hans kind of puts everything together with an Asian twist to it. Yes. Because... He cooked a lot in Singapore before he came over here. Mm -hmm. Everybody talked about that, the chili crab that that Mm -hmm. he created for us. And there's a lot of specials too.
1: I talked to him about that Singapore chili crab and told him like how interested people were in it. So hopefully maybe someday in the future, you and I will get to eat it again, but maybe everybody else as well. Right. Yeah. That's a teaser. And those pinch buns. Yeah. I know how much you like those buns.
0: (laughs) You like those buns. (laughs) I was gonna quote the awesome Sir Mix a Lot, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so,
0: you guys use your imagination there.
1: Hey, Sir Mix a Lot was uh, was singing this last weekend, right?
0: He was for New Year's at yeah. Ascend, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. For a guy who has lived off of one song, that man <laughs> has been stretching it out for Killing so it. many yeah. years
1: yeah kudos
0: yeah. <laughs> killing it love it give me give me some of that residual money from that song I'm telling you <laughs> okay so monica what's going on this week i don't think we're seeing each other this week i think we are just gonna take it easy you might randomly show up to another brunch or <laughs> another event that i'm gonna be surprised about so it's possible. other than that i think it's pretty light for this week yeah. huh
1: Yeah, it's pretty light. Yeah. And you're right. I might show up to some random events that you're at and, you know, hashtag thanks for the invite, Nelson. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, just kind of getting back into the gear of things. I mean, just started picking up over email and DMs with people who are interested in in doing stuff. So, you know, I just enjoyed my time you know, over the holidays. It's been a long time since I've gotten that much rest. I don't know about you, Nelson, but I think I needed it. And I'm pretty sure you needed it too.
0: Definitely needed it. I am still having a hard time trying to get back into the swing of things mm-hmm. at work because vacation, it's always around this time. The The last two weeks of December into New Year's, it's always a hard time to roll back in and get into the regular swing of things. But mm-hmm. yeah, other than that and trying to play hunger games in my gym. It's uh yeah, it's quite the thing.
1: <laughs> <Hunger games. laughs>
0: okay. I'm telling you, I was at the gym on Saturday. I was working mm-hmm. out. Football game was on and mm-hmm. there was a person that was mm-hmm. literally cuz I was doing cardio and I was just observing this person. Mm-hmm. He was on the bench press for I kid you not, the whole duration of my cardio session. And I did about 40 minutes of cardio. He sat on the bench for 40 minutes watching the stupid football game. I'm mm-hmm. a huge football fan. Okay, Monica? Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to get up and tell him to get off the bench because other people – There's only three We're bench waiting. presses yeah. in my gym. Mm-hmm. We're waiting. Go home and watch the stupid game. Mm-hmm. Don't sit on the stupid bench. People, don't be that person. Okay? Don't, that be, person. That person. don't be that person. Stop it. I
1: saw I saw your second post on Saturday at the gym, your second visit to the gym. You looked really sad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> wouldn't you be sad if you had to like eat more and like oh my god i gotta work out more to burn off more calories you would look sad too well what's funny is that i watched the whole day unfold and i'm just like
1: what are they doing <laughs> what are they thinking <laughs> place after place after place and guys we're not talking about hey i'm gonna stop here and grab a brownie it's just like no i'm gonna stop here and grab a bowl of fa with like this huge rib in it <laughs>
0: you guys meant business man well as emerald city eater always says we have to eat (laughs) we've got to eat eat, so we might as well go out and eat and do it Mm -hmm. but it's fun that's what uh, that's what it's all about and we had to take a break in between so we needed a a three-hour break in between and Mm -hmm. most people went back to their place take a nap do some stuff (laughs) I had more energy. I was like, I don't want to take a nap. I'm not tired. Like, I might as well just go to the gym, burn more calories, because I knew what we were gonna do. we were gonna go get fun, and we're gonna get some dessert afterwards. So, might as well burn off those calories too and get ready for it. Get ready. Get ready. New Year's resolution. New Year's resolution, right?
1: Spend more time <laughs> with spend more time with friends. Yeah, I get. I got yes. it. No, Frank and I, uh, Frank, Mr. Frank and I tried to go to Buck, but they were. I, we thought they were open, but they looked closed to us, so we didn't go. What time did you go? No, it wasn't that day. It was a couple days before.
0: Oh, a couple days before. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Cause I thought they were opening on Wednesday.
0: Yeah. They're open on Wednesday and I think they open till 9 PM. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Don't mm-hmm. quote me on that. I might be 10 PM. I don't remember, mm-hmm. but yeah, I was awesome. I'm so glad they're back. Actually, you know what? I haven't been, I haven't been to the boat before. That was the first time I've been to the boat. Oh, really? But- Yeah. So that's why I'm really happy that they're back because I never got, this was the first time I got to try it.
1: Wow. Yeah. It's old school in there. I love that they kept the menus the same with those letters on it. I was like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome.
0: As Annie's food made, made that point. The soup shop doesn't serve Bumboe. So in order to get Bumboe, you have to go to the boat to get Bumboe. Yeah. Whenever I say "boom boy, I have a moe," "awe moe," "awe moe," "awe moe." In the jungle, the mighty jungle. Why do I have that song in my head when I see a "boom boy? I don't get that. I just just say just, B-B-H. I <laughs> "bbh." "bbh," yeah. "bbh." No, because when you say "bbh," I'm thinking "bb8" from the Star Wars, the new joy oh, "bb8." Man. Yeah. You You're can't. impossible. Yeah, can't avoid it. Can't stop it. Can't.
1: It. <laughs> okay, Nelson.
0: Okay, this show's gone <laughs> off the rails. Let's let's yeah. let's wrap it up.
1: Let's wrap
0: it. Everyone, have a wonderful week. Keep eating. Screw for screw. Screw the New Year's resolution. Yeah. Keep eating. <laughs> Forget about those New Year resolutions. Monica doesn't believe in it, so we <laughs> we give you full reign to not do New Year's resolutions. In the meantime, happy eating, Seattle.